Why aren't you saying no to more meetings and yes to more media interviews? Everyone seems to have it backwards. There aren't enough women business owners doing interviews on TV, on radio, podcasts, even in local papers. And I've had enough. Someone needs to bring this up to you because we've got a real big promo problem, people. Welcome back to Why Are We Shouting? With me, Jill Salzman, here to help entrepreneurs get down to business. I want to talk to you about small business blunders, ways that entrepreneurs shine, and valuable lessons about growing your biz. Why? Because I run the number one platform that helps mom entrepreneurs to build better businesses. It's called The Founding Moms, and we're always looking for women who want to get better at marketing, branding, and sales. It's a pretty awesome place. You can see it for yourself at foundingmoms.com. This week, I want to get you to see why the world needs to hear from you, and not just when the big stuff happens to your business. When you hear about salespeople, don't you go straight to the sleazeball zone and think they're all just like that WeWork founder, Adam Newman, who walked away with more than $1 billion while many of his employees lost their jobs? Or like any character that Joe Pesci would play in a late night infomercial? When we think of media interviews, we have similar assumptions that folks who appear in the press are made for the press that there's certain personality types that certainly don't pertain to you. Oh, how wrong you are. Several weeks ago, I was interviewed by a lovely woman named Doris Nagel. She hosts a show called Savvy Entrepreneur, and she had me on to discuss what I do for a living. By the end of the discussion, she'd asked me to promote her show to the members of the Founding Moms. She wanted to invite any mom entrepreneur onto her show, and she started to tell me on the air about how most of her guests ended up being men, not women. She was struggling to find women that would actually show up. I was referred to a woman who's a partner uh, in a venture capital firm, and um, she was very nice, but you know what she said when I asked her if she'd appear on the show? She said, well, I'm used to being on panels. She said, "I, I don't know if I'd know quite what to do just being the only what? person being interviewed no. but if you but if you're interested in putting a panel together just you know keep me in mind i'd be delighted and at that point i don't even know how i said goodbye civilly and hung up the phone i it was a blur i just remember <laughs> it took me about the next five days to pick up my jaw off my desk because how is it that a woman venture capital partner of which there are like three I, i'm exaggerating wildly but there are many they're still a unicorn and instead of being the flag bearer and saying absolutely i want to come on and share she was like well i want to be on a panel i mean what what no <laughs> i realized as i was responding to her that i found this to be the case for years myself I often offer media opportunities to my members, and maybe one, two of them will contact someone that I recommend. Beyond that, one of the two usually cancels last minute, or she's a no-show. This is pretty problematic for many reasons. For the fact that when I say this to you, 
It sounds like I'm blaming women when perhaps the system is rigged. Or culturally, she was never told to show up on her own behalf. Or maybe I shouldn't be blaming anybody because I get it, we're all busy. It's pretty problematic for the fact that while my comments could be perceived as misdirected, they're also my experience. They speak to Doris's experience. They speak to the experience of many people I know that run communities, host podcasts, and write for a living. Doris was so worked up about the issue that she offered to host a workshop for my members. She ended up doing a brilliant talk on the art of self-promotion, media appearances, in an effort to convince everyone to show up. A few days later, I was talking to my business colleague, Morris, who'd just hung up with a female client. He called me right away because he had questions. He found it strange, he told me, that these women were hesitant to raise money for their company because they worried not about the amount of money they could raise, nor the fact that their company might fail. They were concerned with how they'd be perceived, that they might look like lazy moms who aren't doing a good job raising their families. He was bewildered. He asked me if this was true of the women that I work with. When I confirmed his fears, it inspired him to offer a workshop for my members so that he could reassure them that, yes, we do want to hear from them. You know, he's over 50 years old. The fact that this was a surprise to him was an even bigger surprise to me. If you're listening to this, you likely understand exactly what I'm talking about. You might have said no to an interview yourself, knowing that you weren't ready or didn't feel like the time was right, or you weren't a match, or you weren't feeling up to it, or you didn't like the interviewer, or you didn't think the exposure would be worth it, or you don't do anything for free. Need I go on? I want to come up with three practical things we can all do about this. One, two, three. It needs to be practical, because without that specific guidance, no one really knows what to do with a systemic issue like this. We often forget one really important thing. When we show up, it encourages other women to show up. When we give a voice to women business owners, we raise up other women business owners. How else do you think that Morris took over 50 years to notice something that I've seen for the entirety of my career? My suggestions for you the next time an opportunity arises for your voice to be heard are as follows. First, take the gig. If you're rattling off a litany of excuses, just remember this. You're not doing it for yourself. You're doing it for your business. You're doing it for every other woman in the world. You're doing it for our kids, boys and girls, so that everybody can learn to give a voice to grown women who should be taken seriously in their professional lives. Second, make it a habit of seeking out an interview appearance at least once a quarter, if not once a month. It's good for you for one million reasons. It lets you practice sharing your voice. It helps media outlets to see that there are more of us than they're seeing now. It lets you hear your own voice, no matter how much you hate hearing it. Which includes me, you know. Third, if you truly believe that you have nothing to say, nothing of interest that anyone would ever want to listen to, find a buddy and practice on that person. Share your idea for whatever story you want to tell. 
Explain how you would want to present your service or your product. I once worked with a woman who sold clothing online, by the way, and it only took encouraging her with several sentences to see her posting videos of herself on social media talking about why she started her business. And guess what? She sold twice as many clothes that month. Promise me that in the new year to come, you'll say yes to media appearances more than you did this past year. I'm not asking for a lot here. Look, I know you mean well. I know you're leaving room for other women who seem to be bigger stars than you. But there is no bigger star than you. As the great gold of my ear once said, don't be so humble. You're not that great. Don't believe me? Just go ask your kids. You don't call. You don't write. Why not do both? Text or call me at 708-872-7878 and leave a message there so that I can talk to you in a future episode. Then go to ratethispodcast.com slash why are we shouting and please leave a review. It helps other listeners discover these entrepreneurial stories so that they can build better businesses. Shout out to Lindsay, Aaron, and Doris for making this podcast with me. Want to be on her show? Reach out to Doris at dnagel, that's D-N-A-G-E-L, at lakesradio.org. And hey, thanks to you for listening. I'll see you next week, and I'll see you next year.